Hey guys, welcome out to Psychology Hacks. Today we're going to be talking about creating a shroud of mystery around yourself. And there's a skill that seems to become less and less sought after in the world. And that's the skill of becoming a blank slate. A blank slate onto which other people can project their fantasies and their desires. And all too often in the modern world, we do make the mistake of just being too transparent. We lay all of our cards out on the table and just kind of hope for the best. Now the problem with this is that we become way too predictable and we start to take the mystery out of ourselves, out of, out of the persona that we present to the world. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, stop talking so much. Stop giving yourself away too early. Stop laying all your cards out on the table. Stop being so not, so vulnerable, but not, not necessarily vulnerable, but because vulnerability does have a time and a place, but stop making it easy to, for people to get to see that side of you. Now, it's difficult to go up against somebody that you don't understand. And it's, it's very unattractive to have a, a partner that is completely figured out, that there's no mystery to. So whether your goal is to get ahead in the office or to seduce a stranger, it really just doesn't pay to be too transparent. Now remember that the basic elements of strategy are the same no matter what they're applied to. So because of that politics, warfare, seduction, no, street fights, whatever, they can all be boiled down to their essential elements and to be basically seen as the same thing. You know, people are not gonna be drawn to you nearly as much when they have you figured out as when you're hidden in some sense of like intrigue and mystery. And the reality is that everybody wants to engage with the people who bring that suspense and that interest into their own lives. It sparks our curiosity whenever we encounter somebody that we don't fully understand. And we get bored really easily with people who are predictable. So you become a much more interesting person when others can't really get a read on you. Now, of course, beyond that, uh, beyond the fact that you become a more attractive person, uh, creating that, that barrier of mystery around yourself, it has the added benefit of placing you in a very powerful position because the game of, in of influence can be very tricky and it can be very dangerous. If you're not careful, your ambition can easily land you at the bottom of the food chain or even worse, in some kind of exile. Because of this, it's extremely important that you, if you're interested in climbing to the top, you have to learn to pull the strings from like behind the scenes. You need to learn how to be patient, how to be tactful. Manipulating others into doing things for you, it comes at a pretty steep price if you don't cover your tracks well. To keep from being a target, you have to learn how to make other people believe that what they do is their own idea. The consequences of getting caught uh, playing puppet master can be pretty severe. Because of this, it's, it's almost always better to lead other people to the correct course of action, quote unquote correct, uh, while making it seem as if it was their idea. It's not possible to do this if you're not able to work in secret. So playing your cards close to the chest, it not only gives you this kind of magical aura that's gonna draw people into you, it's also your shield that protects you from the rest of the world. And again, I'm not saying you need to be a, go out there and try to manipulate people, but to some extent, to, to, it influences manipulation. To, to get where you need to go is an extremely valuable skill set to be able to take a step back, take yourself out of the equation, get people to do what you want without them understanding that you're the one that caused them to come to that conclusion. And a lot of times that's necessary with people that have like really fragile egos. If you have a great idea, they'll sabotage it sometimes because they see you as a threat. They see you as competition. They see you as someone that's potentially smarter or better than themselves and they can't handle that. And so they'll sabotage it. They'll disagree with it. They'll shoot it down, whatever. And that's a really bad position to be caught in. And if you really want that thing to get done, that idea to be implemented, the the best way to do that is to kind of 
make it seem as if they came up with it, you know? And there comes a time and a place where you don't want people taking credit for your work, obviously. So that's a judgment call at the time. But I've been in that situation plenty of times where the business I worked for, you know, the managers were uh, very incompetent. and or not, not all of them, but the, the key players were. And whenever I wanted something for myself, I kind of just had to make it seem as if it was, um, you know, their idea. And I, I led them to it. And that was just a very useful skill that I picked up and I realized that most people never really learn it so it's important to take the time to work with that to, to experiment with it to see what works for you to figure out where the boundaries are how far you can go with that and a, a key component of, the, of that I believe is just being able to pull back not reveal more information than you need to and practice the art of subtlety essentially now the other benefit of creating a sense of mystery about yourself is that it engages the imagination of the people around you so imagination is always going to be more incredible than really anything else that you could possibly bring to the table in reality everything in the modern world is just too easy people expect that what they want will be handed to them directly with little to no effort we live in a consumer culture and we're conditioned to expect handouts like that now, occasionally, of course, someone or something comes along and breaks that rule. We're forced to slow down and take a harder look at what is in front of us when that happens. And in a world of fast-paced instant gratification, gaining attention like this becomes increasingly powerful. It draws people to you. It makes you seem larger than life. If they can't pin you down, then they're kind of they're forced to guess at what is uh, what it is that you truly intend what you're what you're really thinking and you leave their minds spinning with curiosity and wonder when you do that and we don't we don't get enough of this nowadays that's a, something i can't overstate anytime you can provide that kind of novelty and excitement to people it's something that they value it's not something that this isn't like a cheap trick that like you're going to deceive people into this. they're looking for this they, they want this kind of excitement in their lives so keeping yourself hidden from the equation it has a way of putting others at ease you know, like I already said, if they feel as though they're the ones calling all the shots, it's going to make them feel more comfortable. They're more likely to commit to a plan that they believe is their own. And they have, the other thing is that they don't have anybody to blame but themselves if it goes wrong, which is another way of covering your tracks. Especially if you're kind of new to an industry and you're, you've got these great ideas, but you're not entirely sure how to implement them or you're not entirely confident in your ability to implement them. It's a great way to do it you know get other people to do it make it think that it was their idea and if it works out great maybe you can remind them hey you know i had a hand in this now you need to be careful with that obviously because that can backfire very quickly but if it doesn't work out they can't say that it was your fault they can, they have to take responsibility for it whether they want to or not so going hand in hand with the strategy of creating a shroud of mystery is remembering to give other people the space to come to you so whether it's a potential lover, the praise of your boss, whatever it is, when you can make it when you can make it appear as though you're simply attracting these things to you unintentionally, it's all the better. It's never flattering to be seen begging for praise, begging for attention, and we all know that one person, or probably multiple people, who's always desperate for approval, and we probably avoid them at all costs because it's annoying. If it, it just it is, it's pathetic. It's a sign of weakness and insecurity to ask for approval. So never lower yourself to the level of feeling the need for anybody else to validate you, okay? Work on yourself every single day that, so that you know deep down that you are all that you need. 
And then the more that you do this, the more repulsive that neediness becomes because you, you're learning to rely on yourself. You're not lowering yourself to the expectations of others. But even in the average person, I mean, neediness is just, it's a huge turnoff and it's something that's really hard to recover from also. Now, if you have made the mistake of being a needy person up to now, it's, a, it's really important that you come to terms with this, that you become aware of this. And we all do it to some extent. And, you know, no, and you probably have. So, you know, nobody's perfect. Uh, we all have our flaws. That's okay. But it is, it's, it's vital to take some time for some really brutal self-honesty and to evaluate uh, where we need to improve. And it's really hard to do this objectively. However, it does become easier with practice. So if you've slipped up and you've made a show of weakness, then really the best thing to do is just to disappear for a while. Take some time away and go work on yourself. Go retreat into solitude. Go do the inner work and make those deep changes that you need to make. For starters, you know most great progress is going to be made alone. Secondly, uh, when you do come back and everybody else around you sees your progress, it'll look like a sudden change. It'll be more dramatic and, and have more impact to it. It's much more interesting than watching a slow, gradual progression. It creates some kind of like a, a shock effect, you know? And when you create that, other people can see the results all at once. Now, obviously, it's not always practical to completely disappear. I've got some pretty elaborate plans in place uh, for the future, but, you know, it, it, it's not something, I mean, you you may have responsibilities. You can't, like, leave a job or you've screwed up and you've made yourself that that image. That's okay. If, if you're kind of stuck there, I mean, at the time, there, there's still ways that you can pull back and that you can get space, even in like a close office environment. You know, there, there are things that you can do to distance yourself from everybody else to whatever extent that you can. So start looking for those ways. Some examples would be just learning how to keep quiet, how to not draw attention to yourself for a while. You know, I'm not saying go sit in the corner and, you know, disappear completely, but you know, to some extent, that might be what you need to do. Just focusing on the task at hand, um, really wrapping yourself up in your work for a while. That's not only going to remove you from the line of sight to some extent, but it's also going to help increase your skills, and you're going to get better at what you do while you're actually rebuilding your self-image. So after you feel like you've made those significant changes, and you can, then at that point, you can work on bringing yourself back into the picture. And at this point, you're armed with a new mindset, a new self-image. However, it is likely that that period of isolation will have taught you the value of solitude, and you might want to hold on to it for even longer. I know it definitely has that effect on me. I definitely don't ever want to come out of solitude when I, even when I get the chance to. But aside from the value of just disappearing for a while, simply learning how to be more careful with how you present yourself to the world is a skill that a lot of people never seem to learn. We're just not intentional, and we don't consider the impression that other people get, the impact that we're having on them. Everybody's biased, everybody's perceptions are different. And we forget that we kind of start to, it's not that we necessarily think that people see the world the exact same way we will, we just kind of forget to consider that they don't. And we we like to believe that we're seen in a flattering light. And we forget just all too easily that we're only the main character of our story in our mind, in our own head, that's it. No matter how special you think you are, everybody around you is just as wrapped up in their own stuff, in their own self-image. No matter how hard you try, you're never going to be the main character in somebody else's story. The best that you can do is capture their attention and make them want to write you into the script for a little while. So since they're the author, the actor, and the audience, 
you have to target their imagination. First and foremost, you have to target their imagination. Whatever character they create for you in their minds, it's always going to be more impressive than reality because it's, it's dramatized. It's, it's their imagination. And the more mystery, the more intrigue that you can bring to the table, the better because the more it gets their head spinning, the more they have to guess at, the more you leave up to the imagination, the better. You have to create some kind of initial first impression, honestly, or obviously, but there, there comes a time very early on, much more early than most people realize, where you have to just let them take over. You have to get in the space. You have to become that blank slate and let them project whatever they want to see onto you. You can't appear to be larger than life. You reveal everything about yourself. You've got to do something to be noticed and gain attention in the first place, like I said, but it, it, then it's important to pull back and become that blank slate. People, they're desperate to project their fantasies onto somebody. If we're starring in our own play, we want it to be a good one. We don't want boring characters around us, you know? So give them a good story, one in which they are the star and, you know, allow them to create that image of you and of the way that you make them feel. You'll never want for anything again. Now, once you understand this, it becomes really easy to start feeding into it. You know, you're not lying to anybody. You're just giving them enough space to see what they want to by creating that blank slate, by creating that shroud of mystery. So accepting the fact that the perception others have of you is at least somewhat up to them. It's a bit of a hard pill to swallow, for sure, but it's an absolutely necessary one. Not everybody thinks like you, and not everybody's going to see the world the same way. So the sooner you can stop expecting others to conform to your viewpoint, the better. Instead, begin playing the intelligent game. Start by understanding how simple it is to change your image and to learn to do it intentionally through experimentation. All right, that's the only thing that's going to help you out here, guys. Like I can give you some some signs that can point in the right direction, but it's a, a lot of it comes down to just experimenting, trying things, and honestly, that's it's very valuable to do that. And most people they they look for these quick solutions and oh, well, tell me this one strategy that I can use. Well, it's not necessarily one strategy. There are things that you can apply very effectively, but the reality is that a lot of it has to do with just bringing more awareness to the table of being more intentional in everything that you do. So instead of assuming that you know how other people are going to react to you, for example, try taking the time to really observe their body language closely whenever you interact. That's going to tell you everything you need to know, and I guarantee that it's probably not something that you do a whole lot of. I'm sure you, you do pick up on some cues and signals and whatever, but I doubt that you spend the majority of time that you're interacting with people watching them. And if you're not, I mean, why? Like, it's because you're wrapped up in your own head. If, you, if you're having a hard time understanding people, why would... Why would you not spend a lot of time observing them closely? If you want to get better at how you move through the world, you have to get out of your own head. And you have to understand that other people are, are in their head just as much. So however they look at you, you can create that perception intentionally. And to some extent, I mean, different people are going to have different like character types and archetypes, whatever. Some people are going to be a little bit less mysterious by nature, and that's part of their charm in a certain way, great, but you can still learn from this. So the, the key takeaway here is that less is more. Creating a shroud of mystery around yourself allows you to get away with a lot more and engages the imagination of those in your life. And no matter what the relationship is, it's better to be seen as a bit dark and unpredictable in order to keep other people on their toes. So if you take the time to do the inner work 
and keep yourself grounded, you're going to find out that you, you no longer have a need to impress anyone. And that affects this, this effect of being a little bit more laid back and a little bit not feeling the need to put everything out there. That, that'll kind of happen on its own once you do the inner work. So I highly, I highly recommend this as a strategy uh, as it will pay longer dividends in the long run. Either way, keep your cards close to the chest. Stop advertising your feelings. Stop advertising your next move. Learn to keep quiet and play the scene covertly. Even if this does not ultimately become your uh, primary strategy, and it, it might not be for everyone, like I said, it is a valuable skill to have. And it's also going to bring a lot more intention to everything that you say and do. And it's going to teach you the difference between whatever strategy you prefer and the alternative ways of thinking. So either way, I wish you the best, guys. Good luck.